from Los Angeles, California. This is Brett Gaffney, and welcome back to A Word. Before we leave, friendships are a weird thing, huh? Have you ever just kind of stumbled across a friendship because they were friends with someone else that you were close to? In my opinion, I think this is one of the best ways to meet people and to grow our little network of, of well, friends. And today's guest, Cooper Nidecker, is more famously known as Film Cooper, whether that's on TikTok, YouTube, or other small form medias such as Instagram. Uh, but Cooper is ironically from my hometown of Kansas. He's not from Olathe, but he's still in the state and he knows people that I know and through common connections and my current roommate Diego we have now become very close friends uh and I've just, it's just been an honor to talk to him uh so if you guys are ready for a little peer into the window and life of Cooper Nidecker stick around and uh hopefully you two will get something from this because I know I did thanks guys and uh welcome back Need an acting reel? Real Acting Reels is a full-service acting reel production company. Book with Real Acting Reels to get your dream reel and start getting dream roles. DM Real Acting Reels on Instagram and use promo code Brett Gaffney. That's B-R-E-T-T space G-A-F-F-N-E-Y for 10% off your package. Real Acting Reels. Acting made simple. Spotify listeners, support for the podcast is now available within our description feel free to click the link and support the podcast in any way. The money that comes to the podcast goes right back into the show, and each episode costs on average $50 to $60. So anything and everything helps. Again, thank you, and now the show. Hello. Welcome to A Word Before We Leave. I'm Cooper Nidecker. And... I'm Brett Gaffney. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Season 2. As we continue on forward with the year of 2023, we might as well continue the interviews forward. Uh, and Cooper, I'm sure some people listening to this might know who you are. Would Hello. You like to, for the people that don't know who you are, would you like yeah. to just explain yourself in like a quick little bio? Yeah. And then for the people that do know you, mm -hmm. I mean, they probably know more about you than I do. That might okay. So if there, yeah, if there are any weirdos listening, I love y'all very much, and and you are very nice and you're very sweet. I so I am a YouTuber right now. I started doing like TikTok and Instagram and like YouTube Shorts, the short form stuff. And then this this year is the first time I've ever done anything like longer form, and it just kind of it just kind of took off in a way where now I'm doing two videos every week, and it's like it's like the only thing that I think about anymore, and I'm having a fun time. I love that. <laughs> I really do love that. So what I'll do now is we're just going to start with a little segment, a little game. Yes. I always start the podcast with word of the day, which is our first segment. Okay. And here we go. All right. So today's word of the day is brought to you by Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Not sponsored yet, but one day it will be. And if they would, if they're listening. I know they might be. One day they reach will. Reach out. I've reach used out. them every single episode. <laughs> every single episode for the word of the day. There's so many different dictionaries, but my choice is Merriam-Webster Dictionary, established in 1828. The gentleman's choice. <laughs> the gentleman's <laughs> choice. So today's word of the day is illustrious. It is I-L-L-U-S-T-R-I-O-U-S, -L -L -I -I and their definition says illustrious describes a person 
or deed that is highly admired and respected. And they provide their own example sentence, which is, During the ceremony, the illustrious star of stage and screen was presented with a Lifetime Achievement Award. Now, you come up with the sentence using illustrious, and then I'll come up with the sentence using illustrious. God, the thing, okay, their, their, their sentence for that is not at all what I'm thinking of when I think of illustrious. I get the just the finest image of, like, a, a a picnic a picnic potluck and there's an illustrious potato salad and if i get my hands on that illustrious potato salad i'm just gonna scream that is my sentence <laughs> okay i love that uh my sentence will be i just like smacked my elbow against the desk <laughs> by the way went, if you didn't see it funny bone direct contact with the <laughs> i'm feeling it right now your uh, illustrious but... elbow knocked into that wood my sentence will be my great friend and roommate, Diego Astorga, we're not actually using real names to not reveal their true identity. Right, uh, right. He's got an illustrious Yamaha keyboard on his desk, Ooh, and he doesn't he does. use it. He does. That's a, good, that's a good illustrious. I think you did good. Thank you. I think we have a different vibe, and I would say a better vibe than their... Although, actually, let me take that back, because Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, I don't want to put any slander into the, into the press, any libel. We love their statement... But it's it, you, there's different perspectives, and that's why we come to a word before we, we leave. leave. Oh, as a reminder, <laughs> this is not sponsored by Merriam-Webster, but I would take sponsor. A quick dollar would be nice. As of right now, just a mere a couple humble fans. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we just like the book. We like the book. We just like the book a lot. <laughs> yeah. So now we'll go into the questioning. Okay, okay. Cooper Nightecker, what is one thing that gets you out of bed every single day? Okay. Hmm. I see. Okay. Let me. First of all, I. I. Uh, the gene inside of me is to just say something silly. So I'm. I have to. I have to. Fo- I have to follow through. I have to say something silly, and then I'll be sincere, genuinely, but also kind of silly. Documentary now. Have you ever seen documentary now? You like a lot of documentaries. No. <laughs> is documentary now a parody on documentaries? Yes. That and that's the type of documentary I like because it's not. It's just a, like a fake documentary, but it's like a very, very real like replica, like a parody of a specific documentary that I have no idea what it is. Who is this made by? Bill Hader, John Mulaney, Fred Armisen, Seth Meyers, with uh, lately uh, more and more people. But it's so, so it's so good. It's just some of the most iconic Saturday Night Live alumni making a TV show. Yes. And it's... Yes. Parody on documentaries, and what's crazy about it? This is this. I was doing. I was doing an illustrious vibe when I did the <laughs> welcome to a word before we leave, without knowing illustrious. But also documentary. Now the whole vibe of it is like Helen Mirren introduces it, and really? she's like, "Hello, I'm Helen Mirren today." To like make it seem illustrious, yeah. and authentic, but then it just goes into some like parody of something. So that makes me curious. Um, mm-hmm. With the choice of documentary now, it, it comes from a love for film and television, possibly. I think it comes for a love of like like a like humor that comes in a very specific way, even if I don't relate to it, because I haven't seen these documentaries, but I can tell they're so like specific. And then I'll like I'll read a review of the documentary after I watch documentary now. Sure. And then I'm like, oh my god, these guys are geniuses. <laughs> these guys are so funny. So humor is a big thing in your life. I mean, I think that's apparent based on most of your YouTube videos, your TikTok videos. Uh, yeah. A lot of your following recognizes that you yourself are almost a sort of like content creator comedian that 
kind of finds the silly, goofy, little, right, like, right. like fun little quirkiness in life. And I <laughs> yeah. think that's that's magical. So when did you start leaning into this little, I wouldn't say personality, but like start leaning into the goofy side of your life? That, oh God, Brett, you're a good host. Because that is literally also like, that goes into, if I was sincerely answering the other question. Yeah. Where, say it again. <laughs> when did you start tapping into oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just the silliness this okay so embracing the silliness i i yeah i think when i started and for the first like two and a half years of doing social media where it was just like mainly tiktok and instagram and i don't want to say i don't want to say anything negative about those because a lot of my followers did come from those videos mm -hmm. and i don't want to be like insulting something that people liked that i made but I, I, there's nothing wrong with judging where you came from i think yeah. you can pay homage to it but also recognize that there might be a transformation and a shift yeah. i mean like you look at some of the biggest artists today you think of like tyler the creator he's not who he was 10 years ago right, so why right, would right. you be you know right 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 yeah yeah i think it's it's just that i was making things that i think were that i thought were funny but it's like okay i want to make something that's funny and successful because i don't like i didn't have a manager at the time and i was just doing tiktok and the creator fund is not a lot and i was like I like, I feel like there's something here. Like, I feel like I can do something. So let me just stretch this as much as I can. And I would try to make videos that would do well, which of course you want to make videos that do well. But I think on TikTok and with short form content, it kind of made it into something where it's like easily digestible, just like serotonin to the brain. And it doesn't really leave an impression of like who I am as mm -hmm. like a creator. It's just like, oh, it was a funny little thing. And I think that the change happened when I started doing YouTube because I was able to just like, talk for a while and it wasn't oh here's a joke that i came up with it's just me talking and then those jokes that i would put into tiktoks i'm just also like doing while i'm talking like yeah but it's not it's not only you know what i mean do you find that the process creating long form content is a lot more enjoyable compared to the short form Dude, at this current moment yes it is it is so much fun i think because i think because i don't like write them ahead of time i don't get worried about I know when there's a funny topic or there's something that I'm interested in talking about. And I kind of just trust myself to ex like to, I trust myself to be entertaining enough while I experience something for the first time, because there's something that's like inauthentic to me when I've tried to like really research a topic and like watch it. Like if I'm reacting to a video, I used to have a tendency to like, okay, let me watch this a few times and find the specific funny moments and make sure I have like, specific ideas you gotta hit for the that. right beats yeah and those videos did not do well at all and i and i but when like, you doubted. started doing something more naturally more yeah just yeah yourself in the moment it actually was more genuine yeah so it, it would end up that i like okay i see a a tweet about this one clip from the button and then i see that i'm like oh wait that's so funny that'll be such a funny video yeah. and then i just find that video and then just start it from scratch while i'm filming and i think yeah that's what it is where i get to be a little bit more genuine than uh in my reactions than i think people who have to script something out ahead of time and i think that there are people whose strengths are like writing like specifically like writing something and improv isn't their strength and that's the way they have to do it but i think i'm just a i'm a bad performer of lines that i've already written <laughs> like it feels it just feels fake and then when i watch yeah. it even I, like i just feel i mean it's hard to memorize your own stuff they say that when you're a writer and then you also have to perform what you've written, it's almost impossible to memorize what you've written, but you can memorize yeah. other texts a lot easier. Yeah. 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 And I would have like a Google doc opened it and it's just like bolded lines. And then I would just say it. And I'm like, no, I didn't say it. Say it again. Say it again. And, and you're say just it again. redoing it over and over again. Yeah. I was David Fincher myself. You were torturing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, bad take, bad take. <laughs> yeah. 
literally yeah because i would edit all of my videos at that time also and i'm just watching it like the next day i'm like hey go easy on yourself like just chill like the first one was fine <laughs> yeah so do you have any videos looking back on where you felt like this was like a pinnacle moment where there's about to be a transition and, and not just in like your creative atmosphere but also just mm -hmm. in life you're like okay something's something's going my way right now yeah I, th I think it's so it's so stupid is but it's genuinely milf manor <laughs> the milf manor series yeah when that when that show came out all my videos before then had been i th i think i don't want to say all of them because i'm not looking at the list right now but i'm pretty sure all of that stuff i had had like general ideas or at least treatments of the stuff that i wanted to talk about in each episode but then when milf manor came out i had just got home from a long road trip and i was like Fuck, I know Cody Ko's gonna get a video out of this. <laughs> this I gotta I gotta get it out. I gotta get it out first because this is totally the type of thing that he would make a video about. And me in my like 30,000 subscriber mindset was like, if I'm not first, there's no point. There's no point. I should just give up. So I get home and I had no time to like watch a 45 minute video like a couple times to write a script. So I just like I just turned it on and then I just reacted to the whole thing. And then I was like, wait this is actually kind of fun and the and i think the reaction was better where they were like oh he's actually like it feels like he's enjoying himself what like with us and i think that was the switch where I, I didn't feel like i was like putting on a performance in a youtube video but i'm like i, I was actually talking to the audience yeah that's awesome now embarrassing that it took like two and a half years <laughs> of doing <constantly laughs> i mean I, it's consistency though it's persistency yeah, yeah. you know you, if you keep working at something something good will come from it especially if you're putting your heart and soul into it yeah and honestly kudos to you for recognizing certain trends you know like you said you're like if i don't make this code code might make this <laughs> yeah which i feel like that's a great way to uh, describe the kind of stuff that you're making right now because it's right, very like right. co-esque uh, yeah. as you said the other night he's like my dad it, spiritually he i think he's my dad <laughs> shout out to cody co if you're listening to this uh look back on maria smalls episode i think you know her she's <gasps> episode two. Oh my gosh it's, it's like a, it's like a <laughs> it's spider a little, web oh my goodness spider web. i mean everybody knows each other some way it's like yeah. one handshake away from somebody <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah all right are you ready for another segment yes okay this segment is a classic little word before we leave game and i call it wordplay so i'm gonna count down from three you're gonna think of a word first thing that comes to your head i'm okay. gonna think of a word first thing that comes to my head Ooh. and we're gonna say it at the same time and our goal is to get to the same word okay we can't say anything in the room can't say anything mm -hmm. we've just talked about and we can't repeat words try to avoid names Names are fine, but we don't want to get into like a name trap. Right, Does that make right. sense? That I totally makes sense. Years. Yeah, yeah. And um, have fun with it. Okay, okay. So I'll give you, you said have fun with it, by the way. You said have fun with it. Have fun okay, with it. And yeah. I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Eclectic. Boobs, boobs and eclectic. You said I could get fun with it. Hey, What's you're more the first fun? one to say boobs, so I love it. What's more fun than boobs? I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> Mom is listening to this. Hey, Mom. Hey. And, and hey, <laughs> leave it at it. that. That's all I want to say about that. And let's get serious now. Okay, so we're at eclectic and boobs, <laughs> and we, we're trying to get to the same word. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I got a word. Ooh. Okay, I think I got one too. Three, two, one. Barnes voluptuous, and Noble? voluptuous, and Barnes and Noble. Okay. I got it. <laughs> Three, two, one. God. Bibliography. Ooh, ooh, we're we're gonna get we're gonna get it really soon. Goth, goth, yeah. goth, and bibliography. Oh, we're by the way, we might get it on this one. 
I don't know what you're <laughs> saying right now. I don't know. Bibliography and goth. Uh I'm so I'm so certain that we're gonna get this. By the way, I'm so excited. And send it to me mentally. Send okay. me your word because I'm not picking it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And it can't. Okay. Nothing in the room. Bibliography and Bibliography. goth were the two words. Yes. Three. Oh, oh. Wait. Three, two, one. Kiss. Quill. Quill. I was thinking like. Like a feather quill you dip with ink to write the... I was going to be honest. I, the whole time I was thinking Abraham Lincoln because I was... Oh. In my mind, he's... I was thinking Shakespeare. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, we can't stop we're talking. So we're so too... So we're so so okay. quill, quill and kiss. Quill and kiss. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Got it. Ooh, three, two, one. Letter. Seal. Letter and seal. Three, two, one. Wax. Envelope. Envelope and wax. Three, two, one. Stamped. Stamp. Stamp. And melt. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> Three, two, one. Rubber. Candle, candle, and rubber. Oh man, oh man, I'm so mad right now. <laughs> candle okay. and candle rubber. rubber. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And we can't say okay, okay. Can't go back to anything we've already said. Okay. Uh, candle and rubber. Okay, I got something. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Three, two, one. Tire. What'd you say? White. White and tire. White and tire. Oh. Three, two. Wait, 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 wait. White and tire. White and tire. Oh, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Tire and white. Yeah. Wait, wait. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I'm with it. I'm with it. Three, two, one. Michelin. What'd you say? Floaty, floaty. Floaty and Michelin. I was thinking the the things people think of rafts. I got something. I got something. Floaty and Michelin. Okay, yeah. Three, two, Two, one. one. Air. Tube Tube and air. Tube and air. Tube and air. We're so close right now. I'm freaking out. (laughs) I don't know. Tube and air. Oh, oh. Three, three, two, two, one. Float. Float and straw. Oh, oh. Float and straw. Three, two, one. Root beer. Yes. 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 That was so good. So, oh my gosh. I feel so satisfied. That was an illustrious victory. Ladies, gentlemen, theys, thems. That was the longest and most exhilarating wordplay I've ever played in my life. And I've never thought that it would start with boobs and end on root beer. Okay. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to A Word Before Leave. My name is Brett Gaffney. I'm with Cooper Nightecker. Thank you for taking us seriously. I'm trying my hardest, and I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time, too. We're making this. We're rolling it by. (laughs) So, Cooper. Yes. With everything that's come to this point, you you now live in Texas. You grew Mm -hmm. up in Kansas. Uh, We have mutual friends that have introduced us, us to each other. Yeah. Would you ever consider doing any fictional storytelling uh through video okay this is something that i this is something that i think about a lot because it's definitely like i okay here's the thing it's my passion it's the thing that i get the most i think creative fulfillment out of and the most excitement in like producing something just the the whole idea of like 
crafting the visuals of something like getting a location like making the intentional decisions of oh we're gonna shoot it like this so that it has this feeling like that type of stuff i love that so much i mean you've you've been in los angeles staying with us for the past like three days yeah and most of our conversations always come back to movies and film yeah you know my passions are movies and film specifically acting in it and i know that you have a little gift of acting in your bones so i guess my question is would you ever find yourself maybe not coming out to los angeles like permanently Mm -hmm. but would you find yourself falling into filmmaking again yeah i do yeah i think definitely i am and right now it is honestly something that's on my mind a lot of like okay what what is the best way for me to what's what's the best way for me to spend my time like what are my priorities what do i actually want to be focusing on and like I like want to be doing YouTube and I want to be focusing on YouTube and that's the most important thing to me. And that's the thing I'm most passionate about, but I get so much creative fulfillment from the filmmaking aspect of it that now it's like, okay, I've got this necklace company. Maybe when I release a collection, I can make like a little short film slash music video type thing to like launch it. And that could be like a a way to get back into that a little bit. Um, And then I've got an idea. I want to do, I want to really want to do a ghost hunting series and have it be more like, like a kind of a produced TV show rather than just like feeling like a YouTube video or at least, or at least some, I wanted to still feel like my YouTube videos, but a little bit more can live in the same channel. Yeah. 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 I wanted to like have like an actually like a produced going out segment and doing thing. Um, and I think that'll help me a little bit with that, like the set life and stuff. But I think I write so much. And lately the only thing I can be right, I can write are screenplays. So it's just a matter of, when am I going to have time to like do this? Cause I'm, I'm only writing stuff that I could produce, but it's just a matter of like when the time would be right to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any inspirations that came from growing up that really stuck with you? Oh yeah. Do, okay. I really, really honestly, my parents, when they would ever go on vacation, they would leave me at my, uh, my grandma and my grandpa's house Yeah, and they loved Alfred Hitchcock. So they would always show us, have you seen Rear Window? Dude, that's the, literally the one. That's literally the one. That one's that one's really good. Yeah, because I say I say Hitchcock, but really all I can think of are like just nights where we would watch Rear Window, and I think that might be the movie that got me interested in filmmaking because it, because it was like I'm seven years old, and all of a sudden I'm being invited into like an adult way of consuming media kind yeah of. yeah and i was like it all takes place in this one room and i was gripped the whole time and he was like peering into the neighborhood seeing all these new york apartments and unco- undercovering a murder and yeah. the murderer like finds out that he's been wa- been watched by this photographer the whole time yeah and my my like elementary school self is like gripped the whole time oh it's a it's a thrilling movie it really yeah. is yeah and i think that that's the movie that like it's we it's like a rewatch every single year and even now when i visit my family it's like colorized or black and white black and white black and white oh i've only seen the colorized version i think um is is the colorized is it like they got the actual color of what it looked like or did they just they they kind of just chose colors okay because i i kind of want to see that because the the big thing about that is grace kelly's dresses where it's like by the way okay i know your mom's listening my favorite bit that i do with my family though so i do this with my family i do this my my family and i'm gonna say sometimes my mom goes cooper stop (laughs) but it's just come up we always do this thing where it's like it's crazy how much jimmy stewart does not care about the most beautiful woman in the entire world she's like throwing herself on him the entire time he's like well no there's something going on over there he's he's got a broken leg he's like (laughs) i could care less he comes in she comes in with like a ball gown she's like oh please 
kiss me, kiss me. He's like, well, there's something going on in that apartment across the street. <laughs> to be fair, that's literally the movie, though. Literally. That's literally the movie. the movie. You're not exaggerating. Yeah. Oh, man. It is so, yeah. And, and watching that every year, I think I just kind of learned, the older I got, I was like, oh, so this is what's different between this movie and then uh, the 2010 Aragon movie. Like great, great movie. By the way, phenomenal. Blue Dragon. Phenomenal. It's a blue dragon. Blue dragon. It's a blue dragon. Blow blue flame. <laughs> it's Literally. cool. So it what's cool. wrong with dragon blown flame? I mean, my dad showed me that movie when I was eleven and I was like, Yeah, this is sick. Oh yeah, dude. Watching that with my dad and my brother, it was like, all right. <laughs> I just imagine my dad now being like, All right, it's gonna be a boys' night, but <laughs> <laughs> going out and just watching dude Murtog like jumping out of nowhere in the yeah. forest. I was like, God, I wanna be him. No, and he's like in this like I can't even remember how the movie goes. I just remember at the end he's <laughs> yeah, writing either. he's writing Aragon. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. It's like before How to Train Your Dragon Dragon Era too. Right. And it's like, wow, this animated film is stealing from Aragon right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aragon's a book. It's a <laughs> classic <laughs> book. It's sitting on a bookshelf right in front of me. There's yeah. like a red one next to it and a green one next to it. It's great. <laughs> okay. So we're coming up on a nice like 24 minute mark wow. i mean editing wise god knows where i'm at right now but i wanted to bring up editing specifically oh yeah yeah yeah. because you edit all your own stuff right what it how do you feel about it i've got bad news i don't edit all of my stuff really yeah okay actually last night uh i had to go upstairs and check and edit that i got that i received back from an editor because okay so yes yeah yeah definitely yeah that's incredible yeah and dude okay so yeah dude that was a whole that was another thing that like was a real change in my mindset as far as youtube because i just got into this rhythm where i was uploading two videos a week and it was doing well and i was like well i can't just i can't just go like once a week so i was just stuck in a pattern of like filming an entire day and editing editing the next day editing the day after that and then filming and it was literally if i wasn't filming i was editing the whole day and my life was sad but my channel started doing really well but then i was like it's just not sustainable and i'm actually gonna burn out and i don't want to be a youtuber who goes i need a break for a month because i have burnout because i've seen that so many times and been like what that's not real and then i felt it and it was just so important to me to not quit that i just yeah i hired an editor and it was it was more way more money than i was like felt comfortable with at the time i was like do people edit videos for like $20 Venmo? Could, could I get a, could I get three hours of content edited for like maybe a $5, $5 gift card to Scarbucks? It wasn't, it, it was, it was definitely affordable, but it was an investment. It was, yeah, it was definitely an investment. And now it's totally fine. And I've got a great relationship with the editor and I tell him like, like it's so funny to watch the videos back because I'll be talking and then I'll go, Oh, by the way, could you put in this part and then have this audio clip play right here? And then put the text on it like underneath the screen. And I'm just like saying that in the video and then he puts it in. So it's like, I'm, I'm like talking. You're and then, talking to him while you're filming the video. And you're yeah, like, Oh, by the way, I'm talking to the editor right now. You need to, uh, Mr. Editor guy, please. <laughs> yeah. This is just you and me right here. Yeah. And I, he, one time he put part of that in a video and I was like, no, 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 dude, that was just for you. That was just for you. And like, I'll, I'll joke to just him, but then it'll be about something that's not in the video and, and then, then he'll, it'll be in the video. And I'm like, wait, no, 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 that was just for you. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, so I, I have, I have him now and I just, he'll send me a cut and then I get to have as many revisions as I want. Usually he's so, so good. Usually I just send like a bunch of timestamps, like, like five or six small things. Like maybe put the text on screen here, 
But then other than that, yeah, he's awesome. Is Samson making sounds? <laughs> There's this cat here. I love this cat so much. We have a, yeah, we have a cat in the room right now, and we kind of locked him in with us, so he's just been a part of the interview. He just scratched a curtain behind me, and I don't know if he meowed. I'm just like... <laughs> Trying to pick up what that small murmur was in the back of my headphones. I guess I guess there's three cool cats in this room today. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> are you ready for another segment? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one, I think the listeners are really going to like, especially if some of your fans kind of just check this interview out. Okay. Uh, I want to compliment the listener. I call this words of affirmation. Ooh. So you get three compliments. I get three compliments. Uh, it can be as specific or vague as possible. And the main goal is, I mean, especially with this podcast, I want to remind people that life is good and good things are coming. And I just want to share that with anybody that decides to share their time with us right here. Right. So I like it. Complimented away. Do I go first and then you or, 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 or do we go back and forth? Back and forth. Okay. Um, I just want to say, okay, if there's any, if, there, if there's any creative listeners out there, my, uh, uh, my biggest like word of affirmation and advice is to just fully be yourself and to talk to your dream audience and eventually your dream audience will find those videos and they will see that you, you are talking to them and they will uh, uh that they, they will watch your videos and then you'll have your dream audience and it's like uh it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy but a good thing and there's always people out there who will love you so talk so so be like that hey I just want you to know that when somebody insults you or calls you weird, that's not because you did something. That's because they can't recognize that everybody deep down is a little weird. It's okay to be weird. And I think that's a good thing. I'm a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in. I don't fit in. And I don't want to fit in. And I don't want to fit in either. And that's you why you see me without this stupid hat on. That's weird. If they drive by, they're going to steal the hat and the cigar, <laughs> and it's going to ruin the whole bit. They're trying to make you look fake. <laughs> I don't want to say any cuss words because Breast Mom's going to hear me, but there's a there's a couple bad words in that one. And then they're trying to make you look fake. <laughs> uh, a compliment. I just wanted to say that if you are listening to this podcast, you have some of the greatest taste in the world. And if anybody says, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't like Lana Del Rey. Oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't like Radiohead. Oh, it's cringe to like Weezer. You turn Weezer up even louder and you just enjoy your day, Weezer heads. This is for the Weezer heads out there. Gang, gang. I've seen Weezer live with uh, Ryan Jenga. Oh, was he on stage? He wasn't. No, he was just in the crowd by me. I didn't go there <laughs> with him, but he was there. Uh, great concert, by the way. It was in Kansas City. Of course. It's Weezer. <laughs> I'm just going to be a big Weezer head. Now. It was great. Um, my compliment. I think you just got the most beautiful dang eyes listen listen i think that your sense of musicality is a little bit more musical than everybody else's and everybody else doesn't know how to make music and you see the world more musically and you see a little bit of i don't know illustriosity oh in the worlds around us that nobody else sees and you're better than everyone else and anybody else who isn't you is loser. and the final compliment i think your pursuit of knowledge and your willingness to be a student to life and to everything around you will serve you quite well along the road. Oh yeah, I like that one. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you.
That was that last one was a good one too. I gave I gave I, I gave, love the little wordsmith hack you brought in there. The, the illustrious. Yeah. Well, Merriam-Webster's listening. So. When Merriam-Webster gives you a word like that, you got you got to put it in there. That's true. It's the <laughs> word of the day. And now for some of the final questions. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna really. This is gonna be quick, and then we're gonna get to the big one. Okay. But Cooper Nidecker, mm-hmm. if what was um, what was one of the harder moments coming up uh, in this creative field, and how did you get through it? And what would you say to somebody if they might be going through the same thing? Mm, the hardest, I think, I think the hardest for me is when, if you, if you view things in your like personal life as like something that is like important to you and should be kept sacred to you. Like if you are very protective about like it, like any relationships in your life, I think that if you are making things online, as, as, as I've made things online, I think it's just important to be aware of the people that you surround yourself with so that you are not, I think it's good to be individually, have an individual persona and not have an, a persona attached to the other people around you because if you, if you like, 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 like if you've done collaborations with somebody and then you stop doing collaborations with them, you get a lot of comments about, well, where's this person? Where's this person? And it's like, well, if in your personal life, things feel bad, that sucks to hear from strangers online, like asking about it and bringing it up. It's like, I don't want to think about that. I'm not, I'm not friends with this person anymore. <laughs> and yeah, I think that the biggest lesson that I've really learned is to just, because I am like a sensitive person in my, like in my personal life, mm. to just kind of be my, like by myself online, and not try to and not try to uh have like a group identity because i think i think i think just the people that i know who have like group identities of like oh it's this and then these three other people who do things like when those relationships break up it's always there on the internet and people always bring it up so i'm just trying to just trying to be be on my own do my own thing yeah well thank you for sharing that i'd say you're welcome oh oh but yeah so the hardest part yeah the hardest part for me online is when that boundary is crossed and i and i and i and i do get those you know comments or people bring up things and it's like bring up your past and you're like they don't know that it hurts yeah but it does hurt because it's like oh that's it's not a tv show (laughs) like i yeah no that you you read the comments yeah interact with the people that are watching what you make yeah yeah you know like the audience's not only all yours for the world, but also it's in a sense a relationship between you and them. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, and I do I do really try to protect that. Now also as I'm like, like I'm single, but I also think about, okay, do I, do I even like, do I want to date right now? Like as like, is that the most important thing to me? Because there's also a lot of added pressure of where it's like, okay, I can like somebody, but then what if what if I really like somebody and then my audience is like, mm, I, don't, I don't know about them, and then I and then they're constantly getting like. So for me, I'm like, just trying to focus on YouTube, just do that, and then anything that stresses me out, I go, okay, well, let's just avoid that, and we'll figure that out later. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's okay. Cooper Nidecker. Yes. Are you ready for the final question? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I think we're gonna. It's gonna. Something's gonna come out. 
And you understand the philosophy behind this question. Do you have any yes. qualms with it? No, no, no. Cooper Nidecker, would you care to share a word before we leave? It can be more than a word. It's just I like saying it like <laughs> Illustrious. That. <laughs> That's good. That's a good word. Merriam-Webster Dictionary. We are waiting for your phone call. Not a sponsor, but they, but they, but the offer's on the table. I take email. <laughs> Ask me formally. Ask me formally one more time. Cooper Nidecker, would you care to share a word before we leave? If you are out there, if you, and you are going through tough times, believe me, been there, done that. <laughs> the Pitbull song is the first thing that I would say to you. First thing I would say to you is the lyrics to that Pitbull song where he says, no matter how low you've been, believe me, been there, done that. And just know that <clears throat> in life, when things go wrong, that means that things can also go right afterwards. So I think I have had ge genuinely, me speaking genuinely, I have had so many uh, experiences in my life the past like year and a half or so that have been like, ooh, gut punch, gut punch, gut punch, gut punch. And then I'm feeling pretty great like in my life in general, but in my like own emotional life, I'm like, I'm like rock bottom, like feeling terrible. And I think that just the idea that all of that can be happening. And then all I can do is just like take it and continue doing what I've been doing. And then eventually things start going right. And it's it's just uh, a reminder to me that anytime something really crappy happens to me and anytime I'm like really like genuinely feeling very bad because there have been times, yeah, recently that I've just been feeling just awful. And the the idea of looking back on those now and just being so grateful that me then was not willing to just like give up. Um, and I was able to continue to, to succeed. And I know it's hard to do that, but I say all that to say, there's always a, you know, a little bit of bright at the end of the tunnel. I love it. I think I can, I think I can, I know I can. Yeah, but say it spaghetti word style. That's what, that's what I did. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, I'm going to go into some thank yous and oh, yeah. that's the episode. Is there anything you'd like to say to the audience as a thank you? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Brett. Guys, I love Brett. Brett is so much fun. Brett is the friend of a friend and I met him like uh, like uh, like months ago. On my birthday. On your birthday. It was on my birthday. And then now is roommates with that friend so now we get to hang out more and i just want to say i like brett i like i like brett i like brett i like the podcast thank you and i just want to say first of all thank you to cooper nidecker for joining me today <laughs> i know it can be daunting asking somebody of your status on the interwebs <laughs> right, to right. do something that will go on the interwebs right. uh but seriously i mean like my podcast is growing just day by day one listener at a time and i know there was a point where you might have been in a similar spot with the youtube channel oh yeah and with the oh, tiktok yeah. and so seriously i just appreciate you giving your time when you could be doing anything else no totally and also this to you this i guess could also go to the audience but literally the the one thing that i've noticed that uh, that i have in common with other people who've been successful that came up with me the one thing that they all have in common is that they didn't give up because there are people who are way more talented than me and way more talented than some of my mutuals who have had the same level of growth. And they, they, what, whether for whatever reason, they gave up 
and it's not where you know they're not where they could be so i say that to say literally consistency is the one thing that everybody has in common it's true uh my dad also ingrained in me at a very young age that uh if you're a gaffney you don't quit <laughs> so right. we continue forward and if we we want to keep doing something we'll do it and yeah. at the end of the day this shows a chance for me to share your story and i don't know if that's my passion but i know my passion is people mm-hmm. around it so thank you I also want to say thank you to Maria Small, Casey Gardner. I want to say thank you to everybody a part of season one. I want to say thank you to Diego for letting us record this in his bedroom. Thank you, Diego. I know you're listening. He's upstairs right now. <laughs> I want to say thank you to Samson the Cat. I want to say thank you to all my roommates, to Keenan Caps, who's upstairs as well. I want to say thank you to everybody that's going to be on the podcast in the future. And first of all, and most of all, I want to say thank you to you, the listener, because without you, there'd be no knowledge to share. At the end of the day, this has been a word before we leave. And maybe you too can stay consistent. This has been Brett Gaffney and Cooper Eidecker. It's not over until it's over. I want to end it by closing a door. Oh, I like that.